Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the dungeon master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. So just last week, the podcast turned five years old. I am surprised that we have been going for this long, surprised and grateful. So I want to say thank you to everyone who's been on this journey with us so far. Um, I've got some neat ideas for the future, and and I'm excited to share those with you when the time comes. But yes, thank you to everyone who's listened to all of our patrons, whether past or present, and any future patrons out there, um, and anyone who's ever sent a, like an, a kind message or left a review or rating. Um, you have no idea how much it brightens up my day to to get a message from somebody who's just found us and is, is like enjoying our foolishness. So thank you very much, everyone. And yeah, let's uh, let's keep it going for a while longer, shall we? To celebrate our five-year anniversary, we're going to give away a set, a beautiful set of Dispel Dice. I think they're called Aurora Borealis. So all you need to do to enter is to find... Um, our social media on like Facebook or Instagram, find the giveaway post, um, like it, and then tag a friend in the comments, preferably a friend who A, hasn't heard of us, and B, enjoys D&D podcasts so that they might, maybe they might get a kick out of us. But who knows? Maybe you want to tag your enemy because you just want to annoy them. And that's fine too. And I said thank you to our patrons a moment ago. Just a quick word on that. For anyone who's not familiar with our Patreon, I don't want to talk too much about it. I generally don't mention it very often. Uh, I think I mentioned it more when we were just getting started. But basically, in a nutshell, every month there's three episodes on our Patreon. Uh, one is kind of like a monthly campaign catch-up with either me and the God's Eye crew or the Faerun 4 crew, talking kind of just about how the campaign is going, you know, what do we think is going to happen, that sort of thing. So it's kind of just a little bit of a behind-the-screen pe- uh, behind peek. I shouldn't say behind-the-screen. It's just kind of a behind-the-scenes peek at, like, what they what their thought process is. And sometimes we'll do, like, um, our leveling up as those, as those episodes. Um, so everybody's just kind of doing their leveling up, and we'll sort of share the progress in those, which is kind of fun. Uh, the other episode that we do is a Q&A, monthly Q&A. We post, you know, people can post questions to us, whether it's a serious question, like, since there are all these different colored dragons, if each one was a different flavor, what flavor would they be? Versus serious questions like, you know, how many potions can you store in a goblin butt? So like, whatever, you know, and, and we address all sorts of questions from the serious to the inane. And uh, and then also we do uh, the the Nemesis Patreon level is a monthly creating villains episode, and we've done some really weird ones. Like we've 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 done all through like the player classes as I used to do, uh, and then I started using like video games for inspiration, books, TV shows. Uh, we did an episode where we use songs to create villains. Um, and I just did one where my inspiration was uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, so yeah, things get kind of weird, but they're always a lot of fun. So yeah, you can check that out if you want. And last thing that you should check out is our Discord. 
I mean, it's not the last thing that you should check out. It's the last thing that I want to mention. You should check out our Discord because I should say recently or lately, I've started running some one shots and I'm going to hopefully continue to do them. And I kind of like post in the Discord of like who's who's available on this date for like four hours for a one shot. And I've run three of them so far and I'll I'll run some more. The first one I did was kind of a classic um, intro to D&D adventure of like, you know, a wizard tower full of traps and puzzles and stuff. The second one I did, I ran twice for two different groups and it was a, it was a whodunit. It was a murder mystery um, taking place at this remote arcane type of university where somebody had been found dead with very, under very suspicious circumstances. And you have a list of characters and with various conflicting motivations. So yeah, uh, if you're interested to in the possibility of joining me for a one-shot at some point in the future, you can join the Discord, and uh, I'll probably run another one at some point in the summer or like maybe late summer, early fall, depending on how busy the summer is. But uh, yeah, so lots of lots of exciting stuff happening. But anyways, I'm gonna shut up now. So thank you again for listening. Enjoy this episode where some crazy stuff happens. It's the heist part two, and there's no decoy this time. They're getting into it, and things are getting crazy. And I'm really excited for where things are going from here. So let's rejoin our heroes, Kevin, Matt, Sarah, otherwise known as Gutterbird, Thaddeus, and Chai Spice. Last time we played, Chai went into the Forever Festival and met a vampire named Clementine and bought a couple of items. What did you buy? Or sorry, I didn't even tell you Clementine was a vampire. Sorry. Yeah, you did, I, was, no. I was about to say. But I'm going to write that down new. now. <laughs> you, you met a vendor named Clementine. That's what I meant to say. I, I, a vendor. I, I accidentally said vampire. <laughs> a Ven, a vendire. <laughs> is she a vampire or was that just a slip of saying vendor? Weird. This is. She can be both. <laughs> okay. I don't know what, yeah, you're right. You know, it's a free willful time. Um, I mean, I'm not known for retaining details, but I was like, that's a pretty big one. I feel, yeah. like, that was- <laughs> I feel like I should have written that down. No, I wrote down Clementine, the drug dealer. She's fun, is what I wrote down. <laughs> in, in the Venn diagram of vendors and vampires, there's just She's, a yeah, picture just, of a Clementine in the middle. Clementine is in the middle a, of that Venn it's diagram. It's just a yeah. tiny orange. Yeah. <laughs> umpires, also- umpires on the far left. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. So yeah, what did you buy from Clementine? Well, I bought a ring of spell storing, and I bought a cloak, but I can't remember what it's officially cloak called. Of protection. protection, but it's a plus one to well, AC well, and saving throws. Yes, because yeah. yes. mm-hmm. I was like, the ring of protection does that. Does the cloak of protection do? The I was same? just wondering if it had a fancy name, but I couldn't remember. But yeah, is those just those two things? I thought there was a third. I think you were maybe mulling over a third, but okay. I was. Debating the armor, armor I think. Me. Yeah, the yeah. armor. Yes, that was the other thing I was debating. And it was going to cost her like all of her memories before she was three or something. And that was it. Like, was no point. It was something Feywild crazy. So <clears throat> no, they were wanting that she wanted to trade my necklace. Yeah, and then you met Ferdin to make a deal. Ferdin being a winter ladron and a smuggler, and. You met in his mansion, which sits atop a slightly secret fae um, crossing. And you basically gave him 
your shard of God's eye in exchange for him getting you out of out of uh, the capital once this heist goes down. And he, I believe what he said to you was, you just need to get to a window and know when to jump. Yeah, he said to get to the window and jump out. I, I, from, from what I remember, there was like a, like there's like th- uh, the window, like the main window. He's like when I when you see the sign jump or something like that. I forget what his exact wording was, but we've got the uh, the sending stone to yeah. Like, that's why we got that. I'm at the window. The right. Okay. okay. You fenestrate, and you're essentially ready to execute this plan. And tell me again what what the plan is. Why do you keep asking for <laughs> things we don't have an answer for? <laughs> the current plan is that when it becomes the time of omens. Thane is going to go and reveal Rosemary, and simultaneously the three of us are going to go get all the magic weapons by casting fireball into the sky and killing all the birds. We will kill some innocents, I'm sure, but they will, they will have a noble sacrifice. Hey, roast chicken for the shawarma I meant the god. birds, not the guards. Yeah, roast chicken for the shawarma god. I'm true. Um, and then we will collect the items and then get the hell out of Dodge and peace out to the... The abyss, from as far as I can tell. The void. Yeah, the void. <laughs> the shadow realm. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, you have a ring of spell storing. Um, you're waiting around for the, for it to be the time of omens so that the queen leaves her chambers. And you're going to have Thane go and basically run interference and occupy the queen and her advisors by outing Rosemary as a fiend while you do your heisting. While you're waiting, basically this meteor shower has to happen before they actually, before all the courts meet. So the meteor shower has yet to happen. Uh, while you're waiting for it, uh, I think we will just pick up like sort of the evening when you get back from the Forever Festival. And let me know how many and which, I guess, which spells you're putting into this ring. From my memory, I think we described that, like, one fireball spell would get most of the dome. Correct. correct? Yeah. But there would be, theoretically, a spot that it missed. Like, the entranceway, I think we were talking about. Like, if we cast it up into the dome, it wouldn't quite hit the doorway where some of the birds were. Is that... Was that the... Now, if you walk in... Like, the aviary is at the back of the queen's chamber. So, if you walk in and just point at the aviary, you're going to get most of the stuff. Most of the birds there. There okay, may be there a few stragglers that, okay, you know. But, like, the main area where they hang out is there. So there might be a couple, like, flying around kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So I will... I'll be like, hey, guys, look at the cool shit that I got. Uh, and I will put on the ring. Um, but I'll get... I'll discuss... Uh, Gutterbird, what's your AC looking like? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Do do do. Let's take a look. It's in a book. <laughs> I remember it being good. Fifteen. I think perhaps you should take this cloak. Uh, I feel like it'll add to just your moody broodingness, um, but it also does some badass shit. So you can add plus one to your AC, so you're not sixteen. Oh boy. And anytime you roll a saving throw, you get a plus, an additional plus one. Sweet. It's a, yeah, it's a moody a moody hoodie for me to wear. Yeah. <laughs> Figured it would complete the vibe. 
Sorry, I was thinking about the Moody Hootie stupid joke, and I forgot the other thing I was supposed to write down. <laughs> Sorry, Your plus... AC is now 16. Yeah, plus one to saving throws, you said? And plus one to all saving throws. So, like, any of them, that any of them. Cool. So my Moody Hootie gives me <laughs> plus one to saving throws. Sick. I hope you're writing it in as Moody Hootie plus one. Yep. Spectacular. The plus one to Moody Hootie is the blowfish, right? Yeah. Of course. And then I will explain that I have the ring. So it's kind of cool because basically it's like a backup. So you guys, whoever can cast a spell can put a a spell into this ring and then I can cast from it. Uh, It doesn't use one of my spells. uh, Not that I'd know what a spell slot was, but it's like it doesn't tucker me out. Uh, And uh, so I can cast spells that you guys can cast, but that I don't have access to. So if we wanted to, like, double up on that fireball, um, we could do that. Uh, or I could, like, get something else weird and wonderful in there. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? Do you think we need any other backup contingencies for, like, for double ups? Or what? where are we, where are we thinking? You can, have a, you can have my fireball if you like. I also have a scorching ray, if, uh, if that would be beneficial in any way. Maybe for picking off those, picking off the, anything we might miss. I feel like <clears throat> yeah. uh, Matt feels like a fireball from the ring would be most beneficial because that leaves Gutterbird spell slots to be more tactical and choosing which of the spells they want to use. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any stragglers could be pretty easily caught up, I think, with Eldritch Blasts. Cool. Yeah, they're not... Um... They didn't seem too hard to hit, nor too hard to kill. I think they're fast. Some might be. I think yeah. it depends on the item involved. I think, is there a way... Do I know if there's, like, an exit that they fly through? Or are they, like, in that room? Yeah, they're kind of... They don't fly outside. They're stuck okay. in there. Because, yeah, it's like, the only other thing is, like, I cast, like, a wall of stone or something, like, block something off. So I could block off the doorway and buy us some time. That's up to you guys. Never mind. That is a fifth level spell. I do not have it. But I'm sure I could... Oh, I could do the stone shape and create a wall. Like, make the thing extend, the stone extend, basically. Okay. We also still don't have a great strategy for getting in past the guards. I'm telling you. We just got to convince them that eat the rich, man. Uh, I think they're probably deep undying commitment to saving their family will prevent them from betraying them so quickly, but... They ask, just tell them I hit you really hard. (laughs) I was going to say the other alternative is I can have the fireball in my ring. I can wild shape into, like, a bug. Was that an Independence Day reference, Matt? No, uh, it was a... Yeah, no, it was an Independence Day record. I was, thought what did he so. Say? I just tell him, just tell him that I hit you really hard. Oh, <laughs> yes, that was talking to a guy who's like twice his size. So you've got a, a fireball in the in the ring, and that's f- basically four of the five available levels of spells that it can store. So you've got basically a level one spell that you can put in there. Yeah, I figured I'd probably throw in. Um... Well, so what I was debating doing because I can throw in detect magic, so. I could, if there are straggler birds, see, throw up a detect magic and see if there were ones that we wanted to, like, pew, pew, off. 
or whether they were real birds. I was going to say, would that detect magic just tell you that they're illusions, though? I would get the sense of magic, yeah, Yeah, the type of magic. Yeah. I I thought you were talking about it from the perspective of being like, that bird holds a potato gun. That bird is actually... No, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily know, like, I'm assuming... What they originally were, The real bird, it'll just give me illusion magic, I assume. Yeah. So... All of the ones that are magical items, I'll just get that one's an illusion, that one's an illusion, so we know which ones are real birds versus not real birds. I mean, they might also all be... Real birds. I was going to say magical items. <laughs> Could you imagine we just walk in and nuke a bunch of chickens? <laughs> yes, I can. So, I don't know, what are you guys' thoughts on the, on the, on the guard? Should, like, we do a double assault? Like, should I try and sneak into the room as, like, a, like an ant? And then let off the fireball and you guys take out the guards? Or should we take out the guards and then do this? What are your thoughts? I mean, while distracted, it would be easier to take out the guards if they like heard a noise and were like, what the fuck? And then you jump and from then, behind. And then it's like, warning star, bam! Yeah, I don't want to kill anybody. No, we're not going make... to kill people that are indentured servants. That's just mean. They're not, they're not the villains of this story. Yeah. They're like... Non-playable characters or something like that. I'm, I'm assuming, Tim, that, like, I would know from the door that I would think, like, an ant could get in. Like, this isn't, like, a fucking vacuum chamber <laughs> where, like, it's sealed 100%. Yeah, it's not hermetically sealed. Okay. So I think as, like, an ant, I could crawl. I mean, Though there might be some, like, anti-magic shit. <laughs> anti-magic. Oh, for <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Not intentional, but I'll take it. That's the only downside, basically. I think that sounds like a good plan to me. Now, I've been like rolling a d20 to determine mm. whether or not this... I, I mean, like not now, like not while you've been talking. But like in some of the previous sessions, I've been rolling to see um, if the meteor shower happens yet. And I don't want to tell you what the threshold is, if it's high or low... But so far, nothing's happened, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? Offload this responsibility to somebody else who wants to roll to see if the meteor shower happens. Oh, Matt was very quick to grab a dice. I rolled an eight. An eight? Yes. Well, I'm glad you grabbed those dice so quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to get it out now. <laughs> Back to the whiskey. Um, that night passes without it, without it happening. Can I, in the morning, uh, let me just find the spell, ritually cast, I think it's clairvoyance. Are you going to ask me to say when it's going to happen, not knowing <laughs> what you're going to roll on the d20? No, because I think that would be, cr- I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Oh. I want to. She was intending to. No, I wasn't going to do that. I'm just checking if it is clairvoyance is the one I'm looking for. Is that the name of the spell? It was like Augur or something like that? Yeah, there's Augury, and then I also got... Oh, I got Divination now. I think that's the one that gives me a better... Ooh. Um, All right, what do you want to divine? Uh, Okay, let me just read the wording of the spell so I know how to ask the question. Your magic and an offering put you in contact with a god or a god's servant. You ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity. Within the next seven days, the DM offers a truthful reply... The reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. The spell does not take into account any possible circumstances that might change. So you basically have to answer correctly as of right now, but that might not be true if we fuck things up. And I 
I would like to know an event with uh, a goal. Okay, no, it says I can ask about a goal. Will the gla- the the glay Jesus? <laughs> um, will the gray Aladrin release the Beholder within the next seven days? Ooh, um, interesting. Within the next seven days, I got to read this spell a little bit more closely because I'm I'm interpreting it one way, but I don't know if that's correct. My understanding is like if if the question. The way that it's posed is, if you do nothing, will they do it? Right? It's based on, like, the current state of affairs. The current trajectory of things, basically. It's based on how current events... Like, if we change our minds about doing anything, then that can fuck up the answer. I think the answer that you get would be that they would have the means to by the end of seven days. Whether they're successful in doing it is, like, that's too muddy... The water's there, yeah, I, too unclear. I totally appreciate that. Um, I will also... While checking spells, I'd like to discuss uh, some more market-based inquiries, uh, such as if people were looking to get a Fine Art Simpsons coloring book, <laughs> how would they go about doing that? <laughs> well, well, thank you for, for, uh, for bringing such a thing up. Uh, the link is in the bio of the Instagram page, <laughs> fineartsimpsons.com. If there's no .com on that, I also don't have a website. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, you're... So there, listeners, take that how you will and unravel the mystery of finding my online presence. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I believe enough Nerdist and like uh, fun articles have been written about you that uh, they'll be able to find you pretty easily. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I mean, it'll still take a couple clicks. Okay, so long as it's a... Uh... So long as it's as long an, as... Unenjo- an unenjoyable user experience. <laughs> as long as it's not just like you don't want to be a one-click, like it won't be a one-click. Easy to find. Yeah, just hop on one-click. Bing and search "Fine Art Simpsons." Use your Internet Explorer. <laughs> I don't know if it'll work. I was going to say you still haven't found what you're looking for. No, I want to. So I want to. I guess I have to cast divination again, which means I have to roll on percentile dice to see whether I get a truthful answer or not. So let me, I'm going to try to ritually cast divination again. Let me see if I roll. I'll say if I roll 25 or lower, then it, then you, or, then it's not true. It was a 25% that I get a, fa- a fake answer. So if I roll 25 or under, it's a fake answer. Oh, okay. 32. So I get a truthful answer. Um, I want to know if... I want to know if Basil's alive, but I don't know how to word it. You could ask... Will I talk to Basil within the next seven days? I was going to ask, is there a chance that, like, does Basil die in the next seven days? No, I was going to go more positive. I was going to do... Will I speak to Basil in the next seven days? No, because he's already dead. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Um... Yeah, you get the answer that it's possible to speak to Basil. I think, I think Chad takes that in a very like, up, like a very positive but determined way. She's like, okay, so the Grey Ladrin are closer than I'd like, but I feel like if Basil's still around, then we have we have an even we have a better chance. So I think she's like more determined now. Like she's getting her courage back. I think a little bit more. All right, somebody roll me a d twenty. I rolled last. Kev, you go. Doing it. Ten. 
That's a 10. The meteor shower happens that night. <gasps> oh, a Christmas ghost. Oh, shit. Unfortunately, I did have to tick up the Grey Eladrin clock for you sitting around for an entire day doing shit all. God damn it. Hey, okay, hey, let's hey, just... Hey, I made a lot of pancakes. Yeah, we had some shawarma. It was delicious. Do you have any idea how long it takes to slow roast that giant spigot of meat? I probably, like, braided... Confidently say no, I don't. Gutterbird's hair, like... <laughs> takes ages. <laughs> Yeah, listen to the listen to the guy who doesn't eat meat as well. Too. There was a montage, like a Rocky-esque montage, okay, of us training. Like, give us a break. Mm. All right. Um, <laughs> right, so... Yeah, the meteor shower happens. You okay. can, even without leaving, like, the prince's uh, quarters, you can, like, just sense that there's this air of excitement around. It's finally here, you know? The courts are gathering. There's... It's almost like a... Almost like a festival... But a little bit more formal, like um, like an eyes wide shut sort of thing. Coachella. <laughs> I was about to say New Year's Eve, but sure. I've never been. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Don't even listen to me. And yeah, so when this happens, Grease Trap sends Gutterbird a telepathic message that the Queen and her advisors are rolling out. Okay. okay. This is the go moment. Okay, so I Thane, I'm like, I'll look at him as like. As people are settling in, I guess start your distraction and reveal Rosemary, and we're gonna we're gonna head to the to her chambers. Oh, and then I'll like look around at the group. And I was like, this is this is, can either go really well, really well, or really bad, but this also both the at end. the same time. <laughs> yeah. My only friend. Tim. Oh, you have to re-roll your numbers. Ooh. I have to roll my number for reciprocity. I figured that yeah. uh, today is a this moment is a good time to roll it. It's a new day, it's a new life. Six. Six. All right. I really just want this to actually... Yeah, you haven't actually done capacity. anything with it yet. <laughs> Hasn't been a ton of fighting lately. Just gotta get the gross bits off the eraser. Cool. All right, we're gonna smash cut to you approaching the Queen's Chambers... The three of you, or the, is it the two of you plus Chai in ant form? So I think, I think I'll have to like be ant, like before we round the corner. Like I'll find like a room, like close, uh, and we'll go. I'm pre- I don't know whether I'm gonna like get discovered real fast as like an ant, but we'll see what happens. You could just jump off of one of your two companions, right? No, yeah, I mean, like, uh, like an anti-magic thing. Like, I figured I was going to ride on one, like, a fucking ant speed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was going to, like, what do you think I am, a chump? Uh, I was going to, like, basically, yeah, like, be on one of their boots or something. Like, maybe not so steppy areas, but, like, on, in one of their pockets or something. Uh, and then I was just going to fall, like, closer to. Um, but the idea is, like, I don't want, like, they can start chatting up the guards a little bit, but I have to, like, basically get under that door. I need enough time to get under the door and run and cast Fireball, basically. Okay. So, Tim, I want you to know, I wasn't being facetious when I said I was making a bunch of pancakes. I'm bringing them snacks. Ooh, (laughs) alright. Okay. Oh, but don't they get ten hit points when you do that? Oh, yours aren't He doesn't have the power of Flapjack. Are you kidding me? That's true. I know, that's why I took back. I was like, I I don't want to assume. clearly did not take the class of FJ. Yeah. Not handing out FJs to these people. What's an FJ? (laughs) If you gotta ask, you you can't afford afford it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I like all of us. (laughs) Besides, my we've all seen Beer Fest. My boots are still on. Such an underrated movie. What boots do you have? Normal boots. Oh, 
There is a distinct, maybe like three people in our. I know what you got. I know what you were referring to after I said that, but I thought you meant like for like I thought you had like boots of haste on or something. It's like where do you I get had boots? boots of haste? I would murder everyone. I know that's why I was really excited. Maybe like, we don't know what's in this room. Who? Oh, I have the sword. Right? <laughs> I was like, who has the sword? Okay, so Thaddeus and Gutterbird approach these two armed guards with a stack of pancakes. And uh, Aunt Chai jumps out of a pocket and scuttles under a door. And uh, uh, she's the auntie. Thank you. Oh, God. Fine. Um, <laughs> If we've Such got, a notable <laughs> silence. If we've got Chider, we have to go with Aunt T. Yeah, Aunt T. Yeah, yeah. okay. No, I like. You know what? I like it. Now that you've explained it to me, <laughs> the, the joke hits. Now that I've explained it, it. <laughs> I still don't get it. Are you being serious? Yeah. What are you talking about? Aunt T, as in T E A T. Chai T. Hmm. But the word auntie. <laughs> well, it wasn't good, Kev. <laughs> don't know. Like I'm not. Well, uh, hail and well met, worthy guards. I've brought you snacks. <laughs> Let's deflect away from this awkward joke that I really thought was impressive. Fallen, fallen, <laughs> scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. Okay, so... <laughs> inside the chambers, as you recall, it's there's quite a few trees. So I would just like to, once again, briefly describe the area that you're headed to. So there's sort of like a long haul maybe about 60 feet wide uh, filled with like trees that are periodically like growing up out of this marble floor and the aviary there's a I'd say probably like a 30 foot open area uh, between sort of like a semicircle of, of large trees to like a, s- a series of steps kind of like a dais that goes up to this um, raised floor area and then, like, there's all these, um, there's two trees on, on either side of, of that dais. And then there's just, uh, like, all these branches that go up and vines and stuff that the birds kind of will, fly, you know, land and fly between and, and stuff like that. So that's kind of the area that you're dealing with. Um, can I get a roll of some kind from Thaddeus and or Gutterbird <laughs> and let me know... What would <laughs> what um, what skill are you trying to use to distract these guards? Uh, I believe it's the skill of Guy Fieri. Uh, yeah, I'd like the skillet. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it! My wordplay was shit, and that was absolute gold. Uh, I think I'd, I'd go with. Uh, I have a deception. I have plus seven on de- deception. Oh. Uh, then I will assist with pancakes. Yeah, I, I think give that's him the a help cool. Action. Yeah. Oh my god, I lost my dice. I'm <laughs> rolling off my thing. Alright, hang on, I'm doing a, so you have a to final, roll, final roll. You have to roll with advantage. Thank god, because that first one was a three. Oh. oh, but now we've got a little 18. <gasps> Plus seven? That would be the case. Oh! So, okay. Right, so you roll up, you offer them some pancakes. What do you... What kind of... Uh, what kind of yarn are you spending for these guards here, Kevin? Just that we uh, we really appreciate the hard work and the hours they put in to keep the city safe from... Are you reading off a pre-written statement? Yes. 
because I took some I took some pancakes to some firefighters yesterday. <laughs> so many questions, but let's continue. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get any answers. I was gonna um, say you won't get an answer. You get nothing. So um so yeah, and uh, you know we really appreciate what they do, and we you know we were just thinking about them. We saw everybody else kind of milling around. Things are getting a little more excited, and we thought about the you know these hardworking civil servants who are who are guarding and, and taking care of things. And we thought you know what, it's such a joyful time. Um, why not spread some of that joy to the um, to the upper uh, upper portions of the of a highly um, protected and <laughs> sensitive area of a ca- of the castle or of the the, the realm. Well, they're both extremely uh, surprised. One of them says, "Well, I mean, I could eat. Um, <laughs> I feel like I need to get a roll of some kind from the chef to see like how good oh. are these pancakes." A performance check? Ooh. What would that be? Yeah, are you Is wanting survival? <laughs> no, I I think it would be performance. I'll allow performance. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what that would fall under. These are, if the, if you were to score these out of 100, these would be 80 out of 100 pancakes. I rolled a 16. So is each pancake like 80% good? Or 80% of them amazing? Like, and they're not the, of them are, oh, that's true, actually. There's one, du- it's always the well, bottom pancake. Well, is no, the no, 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 hang on. You make a batch, you make, you make a batch, you don't make individual pancakes. It's like, the, if yeah. the batch is either good or bad, right? So I think the well, batch is because you have to cook the pancakes individually. Yeah, in the batch, the first pancakes always burn, it's always undercooked, like the first one's always shit. Yeah, but that's a snacking pancake. Yeah, but like me, but it's still on the plate. So yeah, unless Thaddeus ate, unless Thaddeus ate like the the canary pancake, you know. That's yeah, true. He might I have did. for testing. He might have eaten it. You're right. You're right. Of course I did. I love that we're in depthly describing this. Anyway, but like a couple of the pancakes aren't perfect circles. They've got like that little bulgy bit. Like yeah. there's a little like tail kind of from where right. the batter splattered. Like they're homey. They're co- they're cozy pancakes. Oh like, yeah. They're not restaurant, but they're like oh, what her yeah. what their moms used to make kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Good call. All right. Chai gets to the clearing in <laughs> in front of the aviary, and all the birds are there, just kind of chirping aimlessly. I simultaneously drop spider form. I can't cast... I'd have to be a human. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, before you light the candle. <laughs> Yes, to be on the safe side. I feel like the I I, I feel like you do. You. I'm gonna. So here's you my logic. You. I'm gonna still do what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna explain why I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna like transform and then do detect magic because the last time when I suddenly appeared, there was a messenger bird. Mm. Yeah, you do. You. I don't want to give anything a chance to. Yeah, you do. You. Like our plan was to light off the fireball. I'm gonna yep. light the fireball, and then detect magic. Thaddeus starts humming as they're eating. Come so on, they theoretically have to make a deck save, but I don't think that they will survive the amount of damage I'm about to do. So can I retcon one minor thing? Is that you've oh. you've used the sending stone to notify Faridin that this is happening Yo, now? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, no. As soon as the meteor, I was like, we're going to go within the next like 30 minutes. Yeah, I would have like and uh, told him that. Cool. Cool. All right. Yeah. Roll some damage for a fireball. Those, that is the worst fireball. Oh my god. Tim, she didn't roll over a three, and only two of the dice are threes. Oh my threes. god. Let me 
One. And these are, I'm moving dice as I'm giving you these numbers. These are the totals. One, two, three, five, seven, nine, 11, 14, 17 on 96. Yeah, that's pretty rough. That's uh, that's probably the worst I've ever rolled. Like that's. I mean, it's still kind of a spicy meatball, but it's like mild, mild spice. That's the only the only heat you're getting off that fireball is the indigestion from eating like, too big of a meatball. That's atrocious. Like I I don't think birds have that much AC, but like oh my god, if they save, that might not be enough. Okay, can you roll? No, I can't. want to. I want to. <laughs> It works seamlessly. <laughs> I want to figure out if there's any stragglers, so I'm gonna let you roll. I want to say Arcana, just to so this kind of hmm. What's sorry? What's the radius on this son of a bitch again? Uh, twenty foot radius of forty feet in diameter. Twenty foot radius for fireball? Yeah. Huh. Each creature in a twenty foot radius, centered on a point I must see. Yeah, I just, I just, for some reason, 30 was the number in my head. Thaddeus tries to time a burp with the uproarious flame sound. Okay, so there's like, there's like two stragglers that did not get, that did not get hit by this thing. As this fireball goes off, outside the chambers, you can hear the sound of like the Griswold family Christmas tree going up in flames. And the guards are immediately like, you know, they pick their weapons back up. They're like, something's happening inside the chambers. And they they are going to um, turn around and, like, go for the door. So I think, and as, as the fire clears and a whole lot of stuff starts clattering to the floor very, very loudly inside the chambers, the two trees that are um, on either side of the aviary, like on the dais, are partially alight, and one of them begins to move. So I'm going to need everybody yep, to roll have been initiative. Easy. Yeah. Oh. Oh shit. But I just rolled a 19. If that helps. Matt, how'd you do? 17. Oh shit. With, with my negative. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thaddeus wants to hit something. And how'd Sarah do? Uh, really spectacular eight. Okay. I really hope it's going well for Thane. What, what max could have been? Yeah. 96? It would have been 54. 54. Yeah. So you... You, yeah. you rolled 10 less than half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bad. Uh, we're starting off things with Gutterbird. What are you going to do? Make eye contact, nod at each other, go to town. <laughs> yeah, tell me what's... Tell you what's happening. The trees. So you're out. You're outside the chamber. These two guards yeah. are like they. You hear the commotion from inside. They are making to to open the door that they're guarding and and rush in. They don't. They're not suspicious of you at this point. But oh, they will be. <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna say, Kev. Does it behoove us to let them open the door? We might not be able to open the door if they don't. Oh. I didn't think of this till just now. Yeah, no, that's good thinking, because I was going to use... Uh, I was going to maybe just do a quick hold person. 
um, to stop them from opening the door, but... I'll say, if you want, like, I'll say that they, if that's your intention, they fling open the door, and they're about to rush inside. You are such a kind and merciful DM. Wait, Mm. I'll (laughs) remove... We'll see. (laughs) Combat hasn't yet started. Hmm. Pop it off, son. I don't don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, If they flung open the door, as Tim said, pop off. Door's open. We don't need them for anything. Um, But we also, I feel so bad because we just took them pancakes and told them how much we appreciate them. Yeah, so don't kill them. You appreciate them for opening the door. Yeah. We're not trying to kill them. We've discussed before. We're not trying to kill them. We just want them... Like, we want the, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to hold, I'm going to do a hold person on the one that's furthest in, no. The one that's closest to the doorway, because then maybe he'll block the other one for being able to leave. I guess we're behind them. Doesn't matter. Hold person. <laughs> Love it. So I have to pass a saving throw that's higher than your spell save DC, I believe, which is what? 15? 15. Are they slowed at all by the uh, gluttonous amount of pancakes they consumed? Is their dexterity not so good? Okay, actually, hey, with your... If you're casting it at at fourth level, can you hold both of them? Ooh, I think you can. Ooh, what a great That would be delightful. I don't think I... I'm not sure I ever knew that that was a thing. I think you can at a certain level. Well, I should say at a certain level, you can hold more than one person. Oh, baby. Like all of us frantically checking things. When you cast the spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional humanoid for each slot level above second. The humanoids must be within 30 feet of each other when you target them. Okay, well, that answers that. So you're going to hold both of them. I'm going to hold persons. Hold them so tightly. Mm, first one got a five. Second one got a four. So you hold both of them. They are held in place. I think it's repeatable at the end of their turn. Okay. So it's their turn. Is it is? It goes to them. So they're gonna try to, oh, really? to break out. Damn. Yeah. It's I thought I rolled high enough. They rolled a eighteen. Just just higher than you. Neither of them can break out of the hold person. Marvelous. So we're going to cut to the inside of the chambers as this this tree begins to like unfold and like its arms come out and you can kind of see it has a face and it starts to step out of its roots, like uproots itself. Like killing a mythical tree ant. Great, let's do this. And it's going to start walking towards you. It won't get fully up to you, but it is going to throw like a piece of debris from the ground that it was standing in. So it's going to take a... Yeah, it sounds about... Just chuck something at you here. Now, Tim, is it on fire? Yeah, does it... Is it taking any fire damage? It has taken fire damage, as a matter of fact. It's taken all the fire damage, actually... uh, That that the fireball did. So uh, let me just record that. Is it actively on fire? It is currently burning. Well, it's singed. I mean, you can tell that the oh. you can tell you can tell the it's fire not, fire it's not like and trees. It's like roaring in flame. It's not taking damage each round. I'll say that. Um, does a twenty six hit your armor class? <laughs> no. Oh, do I knock out these guards or do I come after the tree? Uh, shockingly, yes, 26 does hit. Carry on. Let's see how fast I die. 
It's gonna be 28 points of bludgeoning damage. I'm so sorry. Fuck! Wowsies! <laughs> wow, wow! That's, yeah. And now we are at. Oh, good. <laughs> we're at Thaddeus' turn. How far would you say I am away from the treant? Um, I'm gonna say probably. Now that it's moved closer to Chai, you're like 60, 60 feet. 60 feet. Got it. How close is it to me now? I'll, I'll say it's like 10 feet away from you. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try and knock these bad boys unconscious. Okay. And hopefully I can do that with one attack each. Hopefully. You have advantage on each one because they're completely incapacitated. Mm-hmm. Attack on the closest. Good thing that's the first roll. Uh, I roll a dirty 20. That'll do it. I am using the non-lethal damages. Uh, is it? It's an auto crit, isn't it? Because they're paralyzed. Correct. Okay. So that's twelve damage plus. So that's a twenty-three damage on the first one. <laughs> Goes down like a sack of bricks. Cool. Second guy is gonna receive a similar treatment of non-lethal damage. Uh, that's higher. For the roll um, to hit. So 15 plus 8. Uh, one point less. 22 points of damage. Actually, I forgot I can reroll the two. Uh, 22 points of damage. <laughs> I got the two again. But it's still plenty to knock both of these guards out. Perfect. And then I will use my full movement to go the 30 feet I need to get within range uh, to cast Compelled Duel on the Treant. Okay, what do I have to do for that? You have to make a wisdom save. Mm. Uh, your DC is 13. I got a total of 11. Nice. So for the next minute, the creature is drawn to me, compelled by my divine command. For the duration, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than me, and must make a wisdom saving throw each time it attempts to move to a space that is more than 30 feet away from me. If it succeeds on this saving throw, the spell doesn't restrict the target's movement for that turn. The spell ends if I attack any other creature, if I cast a spell that targets a hostile creature other than the target, or if a creature friendly to you damages the target or casts a harmful spell on it, or if I end my turn more than 30 feet away from the target. So essentially, Thaddeus walks, walks up behind these two paralyzed guys and just clocks him with the hilt of the sword in the back of the neck, knocks them both down, points at the tree and goes, Hey, Twiggy, <laughs> y'all better come over here and be barbecue fuel. <laughs> and that takes us to Chai. What are you doing? Oh, so let me describe what's happened with the, the clattering of uh, magic items here. So there's a there's quite a selection here. Um, basically, every, like at least one of each type of weapon is, is on the ground and there's a I can I can sort of articulate the other things if you want however I I would like to know like what is your plan this turn the two you said there were two birds still remaining yeah how far away are they um they're may, maybe about uh, 40 feet from where you are you might have to move up closer if you're depending on the range of what you're trying to do 
Oh no, sorry, I guess you haven't moved up. No, yeah, still. 40 feet, I'd say. And how far am I away from the magic items that fell, or are they just kind of all around, or like, would I have to like go up to an area? Mm, they're kind of like all over the dais. And I'd have to cross past the ends to get there? I mean, you could, uh, you could go around it, like, wide enough so that you're not in its path. I'm going to do a series of things. As my action, I'm going to cast Summon Elemental. So what you see around me is basically, like, there's, like, a small windstorm that kind of... It seems to be directly around me, and as it occurs... It, like, almost, like, comes out from around my body and, like, duplicates a a double of me. Uh, And, like, a wind tornado, basically. Like, a wind tornado. Jesus. A tornado. Uh, And I cast it into the... Like, I shoot it to the sky where where the two birds are. Ooh, okay. So I cast Summon Elemental and I'm firing and collect... Uh, casting it as an air elemental and I'm gonna like it acts as an ally and it gets its own turn and I'm gonna make it multi-attack both of the birds for its action okay uh does it what's what's its um just just have an air elemental stats or like a minor air elemental uh it is a it quali- it has a stat so the the spell is in uh Tasha's cauldron if you're wondering and it is an elemental spirit uh so it has its own stat block oh. that I've got in front of oh, me oh okay cool go for it uh, so it makes uh, a multi-text. It's going to go for the first one. I'm assuming like they're close to each other? Oh, yeah. Correct? Okay. Uh, so the first attack uh, would be... Oh, okay. I'm getting it. Sorry. It's, it's attack is not with a d20. It is odd. What? It's a d10 plus four plus the spell level I cast it at. Oh. So I was like... I was... Yeah. Uh, uh, nine... Uh, 17 to hit. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. And it does... Oh, that is weird. No, sorry, that's the damage. It doesn't actually give me a modifier to hit. Oh, add my spell tag modifier. Got it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My apologies. That was the damage. So 19 or 17 would be the damage if I hit. Oh, keep that roll. Ouch. Uh, it is a 18 to hit on the yep, first one. Yep, that'll do it. Yep. So mm-hmm. another bird falls to the ground as a, as, a, as a magic item. And then the second one to hit... Even higher, 20-something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the damage on that one uh, would be 14 points of damage. Oof. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then with its fly speed, I'll get its movement to come down and be near the end. Helping the range. And then, right. as that's my action. As my bonus action, I'm going to use my autumn face step and go 30 feet behind the trees to where the magic items are. Ooh, very nice. So I don't know if it's possible, uh, but technically they uh, must succeed a wisdom saving throw or they're charmed by me. I don't know if they're immune to charm, but. Who's who's they? The uh, the tree? The two ants. It just says two creatures. So I'm Oh, there's only one. There's only one ant that's moving. Oh, yeah. sorry. One ant. Sorry, I thought it was two. So the ant must make a saving throw, a wisdom saving throw. Isn't it already charmed by Thaddeus, or what? <laughs> it's uh, it's compelled. It's compelled. Uh, yeah, would that be a charm effect? I don't know. Would that be competing? It doesn't say that it's a charm effect. It says that I am, it is compelled by oh, the divine. Oh, powers. okay. So I mean, as soon as as soon as Thaddeus hits it, then the charm's gonna. Okay. Well, whatever. Let's let's roll it. I'll roll it. Yeah, like I don't want this charm effect. It's just technically it okay. happens. The so, the point is, yeah. mood. I rolled a nineteen. So yeah. Okay. So then we're fine. <laughs> 
So yes, so I'm now out of its immediate range and I'm where all the magic items are. Yes. Very good. Very, very good. Okay. So we're going to go up to... Ooh. Up to Gutterbird. Cool. Um, for hold person. Or no, because we, we, those guys are knocked out, so that yeah, doesn't matter. So never mind. Sleepy time. So I'm going to um, use my, just uh, hit hit Mr. Tree with with my uh, Eldritch Blast with my Agonizing Blast modifier. Yeah. So would, would, would Thaddeus, um, does this affect the compelled, the compelled duel? duel? The compelled duel will end if it is uh, attacked, yes, by anyone other than me. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this. So Gutterbird rushes in to the point where he can see what's happening. I don't. Presumably, you're going to use all your movement. As as you enter, you can see that there are a number of um, vines that are unspooling themselves from other trees in this, and they form themselves up into humanoids composed of vines. And oh. I'm going to roll their initiative. Well, that kind of changes some things. Yeah. So the ads. <laughs> I'm going to say that Thaddeus would have told both of you what, what what will happen. Basically, he's he's commanding the attention of this tree as long as you don't hit it. Yeah. The biggin's mine. Uh, is it? Do we know how many humanoids? Or just sort of they're they're kind of just forming and coming out of the the brush, and like if one goes down, there'll just be another behind it. Or is there like a, a number that we can see? Um, I am getting that information for you currently. Thank you. So there are these three um, humanoid type of plants that are made of uh, made of vines. And um, Chai, you would sort of be surprised at this because this is like these are something like halfway between a plant and a construct, and these strike you as being like very dark magic in origin. Um, so, yeah, so you have a number of them. They are kind of, there's two that are closer to the, uh, edge of the clearing on, like, your side, and then there's one that appears on the dais not far from Chai. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with my Eldritch Blasts, and I'm going to target them all individually. And then use my fourth one to double up on the one that's uh, closing in on Chai. When you say fourth, are you referring to your Scorching Ray or your Eldritch Blast? Um, oh, shoot. You know what? Yeah, sorry. Um, my mistake. I think, it, yeah, the Agonizing Eldritch Blast, I just have two blasts and they're plus four. So misread. Edit that out, Tim. I sound like an idiot. <laughs> or leave it, or leave it in to punish me for not knowing what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, do that. That's funnier. <laughs> I like, I like the tone change. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do, yeah, do, do that. it. Yeah, it's funny. I'm a bad boy, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I deserve it. Um, yeah, no, okay. Jays and domineering. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. This episode took a turn. Yeah, sexy turn. So I'm gonna be. Uh, <laughs> it's okay if it's Faye. It's okay. We're in the Feywild. Oh. Yeah, what happens in the Feywild stays in the Feywild. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Warlock's gone Feywild. All right, anyways, um, I'll do Scorching Ray, which is actually five rays. Um, so I'm just going to kind of like bam, 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 
and work my way back. That was six noises, but the last one was just for fun effect. So five rays, please. Do you want me to do um, roll to hit and then um, damage, or do you want me to do all my rolls and then all my damage? Let's let's go like one one vine blight at a time. So let's start with the first one, and you can roll twice to hit. Okay. So I've got a six, which I imagine does very little. Um, what's your spell attack bonus? Is it plus yeah, plus, plus six yeah, or so plus seven? It's plus seven, so it'll be thirteen. Okay, yeah, that does hit. And that hits with four. Is it four damage? Yeah. Okay. okay. Next one coming in. The 19, so 26. Yep. And that one is five total. It's a total of nine points of fire damage. Next one is a 14 plus seven, so it's going to be 21. Yep. And that one is, ooh, seven. Mm-hmm. Turning up the heat. All right, so now I got uh, 10 plus uh, 17. Mm-hmm. And that one, another seven. Damn. That one's singed pretty good, but still standing. Okay, and you got one more ray on on one more Vine Blight. Okay, so I got uh, 13 and seven, so 20. Mm-hmm. With eight. Okay. Very good. Very, very good. So it's going to be the uh, the tree's turn. What's up? Uh, Come at me, bruh. What's up, what's up, what's up? He's going to saunter on up to Thaddeus, and he's going to make two, two slam attacks. Yeah, bring that bludgeoning damage this way. <laughs> is that the resistant one? It's the one I'm resistant okay, to. Okay, good. I was like, is that the vulnerable the, one? The moment he said it was bludgeoning damage, I'm like... I have a purpose. <laughs> Literally, come at me. The first attack misses. He swings a big log of an arm and slams into the ground next to you. What an idiot. <sighs> Moron. <laughs> Would that have hit me? <laughs> What's your armor class? 18. Okay, 19 on the second one. Ooh, it's because I made a pun? Yeah. So 14 points of bludgeoning damage, so that'll be seven. Seven points. Ooh, big strong man. <laughs> okay, now it's Thaddeus' turn to retort. So Thaddeus is going to, uh, after getting hit with that uh, the second attack, he's going to treat it like that cracked his back. <laughs> and like felt really good, but in like that, it's still kind of hurt way. And then he's going to pick up reciprocity just... Locked and loaded, and uh, gonna kind of aim for the lower portions. Try and uh, try and chop this tree down with reciprocity. Oh, we're in. Is it? Is it right up next to me? It's like five feet away from me. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so I'm going to actually uh, decide that Thaddeus has decided that barbecue is his favorite thing. Pancakes are so earlier today. Well, let's make some fuel for the fire. 
and he's going to swing reciprocity and try and chop down the tree. But with his bonus action, he is going to uh, use that fuel for the fire comment as his vow of enmity. And for the next minute, I have uh, advantage on all attacks against it. Wow. Okay. Uh, that would be a dirty 20. That will do hit. it. Yep. I will roll my second hit as well. Uh, and then a 18. 18 is good, too. A grand total of 30 points of slashing damage on those two attacks. A lot, of, a lot of sawdust at your feet all of a sudden. <laughs> and and uh, after that second attack, he just looks directly into the trans face and goes, It's going down. I believe the logging term is timber. <laughs> that was the next line in the song. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be one of the Vine Blight's turn. And the one closest to Chai up on the dais um, kind of like begins this weird shambling movement towards towards her and is going to... Wait, are you up on... You are up on the dais now, yeah? Okay. Yeah. This is some rosemary bullshit, which makes me think the queen knows. Oh, yeah. Not it's gonna stand. It's gonna stand like in the center of the dais and use an ability called entangling plants, and all these vines and roots begin to sprout out in a thirty-foot circle around it. So that is difficult terrain for non-plant creatures. In addition, each creature of the blight's choice in that area, when the plants appear, must succeed on a DC twelve strength saving throw or become restrained. So why don't you give me one of those? Strength saving. Oh, good. It's a pretty low DC. Yeah. But you also have pretty low strength, so... But the natural 20 I just rolled, which gives me a 19, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I feel like helps. Blah, 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 blah. Ain't nobody gonna break her strap. Nobody's gonna hold her down. Oh no, she's gonna keep on looting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how did you not be, be a bard? So the the vine the vine blight um, sort of like it doesn't really have a face, but it like gestures towards you, and you can hear three voices come from it, and one of them you yeah. know is Rosemary's, and it's it too says, many. We knew you would come. We can see you. That's haunting. Three voices, one of them Rosemary. Oh no, I'm really worried for Thane now. It's kind of clapping, saying, Yes, take all of the take all of the items. Yes, yes, chaos. And we're gonna go to it's gonna be Chai's turn. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's not all the time I bust out my sexy time voice. Oh. <laughs> I was just about to say, the treant's not the only thing that's technically half masked. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Is this an oak? Is it a hardwood? So it's it's difficult terrain. Mm-hmm. How far am I from it? From the vine blight? Uh, you're like, it's it's in the middle of the dais, so you're probably like 15 or 20 feet away from it. It's been singed by Gutterbird. It's been, uh, he hit this one the hardest, the one that's up near you. Okay, I'll be like, oh, it's chaos you enjoy. 
and then I'll snap my fingers and the air elemental will fucking like pile drive it from behind because <laughs> it can it can fly down. I'm assuming it has a 40 foot fly speed. Okay. Yeah, we're going for a theme today. Is domineering, restraints in the form of the vines and difficult terrain. Sexy episode. That is a 21 to hit on the first That attempt. hits. Uh, it is 18 damage. Oof. Bludgeoning, magical bludgeoning. That shatters the vines, it tears them all apart, and they go flying across the room in, in splinters. Yeah, that's its action. So as my action, I'm going to... like. Mm-hmm. Did the vines disappear? Did it cast, like, on, on the terrain? Oh, um... No, they stay, actually. Okay, well, I is it hard now to find the magical items? Um, no, I mean, they're pretty... They're pretty distinct. Okay, I'm going to spend my entire bonus action movement action looting the fuck out of all of these magical items, just throwing everything into the bag of holding and dealing with it later. Okay, so... I would say give me, like, a sleight of hand check to see how many that you are able to collect and stow in one turn. Um, yeah. Uh, that is a 17. 17, okay. Yeah, you can stow You can stow two of the... Are you discriminating? Are you, like, looking for the best ones? Or, or is it just, like, just whatever's closest? I think I'm just grabbing wildly, but obviously if there's something that's, like... If I if I see something that's like a gleaming beacon of like this is the coolest item ever, I will grab it. But in, if I don't see immediately that, I'm just grabbing everything. Okay, so I'll say that with the seventeen, you can stow two items. The one, okay, so there's there is as I said, one of every conceivable type of like simple and martial weapon and ranged weapon. So if there's anything specific that you want, you can grab that deliberately. Otherwise, I would say that the two that jump out at you the most are a staff and a belt. Okay, I will take the staff and the belt. Okay. I I think Chai would probably go, Thaddeus has already got a magic-y weapon, so I'll leave that to last. Like, if I don't see anything else immediately cool, then I might grab... What do you you wield normally? A greatsword? Yeah, I'm greatsorting it right now. Yeah, so I'd probably grab a... If I saw, like, if the last item that I saw was a really awesome greatsword, I'd grab one. I'd take a good sword. Just a, a mediocre... Yeah, I'd take yeah. a good sword. It doesn't okay. have to be great. One of the these blights is going to go up to Gutterbird and try to um, constrict you in its viney grasp. Oh, but uh, what's your new armor class now with your fancy cloak? My new armor class with my moody hoodie. Um, 17. 17. Jeez. Okay. Um, it fails. So oh, sucks to suck. The other one is going to run up to you, and, uh... Okay, so it does manage... The second one manages to constrict you. You're going to take nine points of bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled and restrained. <laughs> uh, you missed an opportunity to save Vine in a really... <laughs> oh, yeah. Indignant way, and I'm a little disappointed, but only a little. I'm better than this. <laughs> um, I'm just looking up the restrained condition because it is your turn next. Um, restrained. 
I think it's just that your movement is zero. Speed is zero. Can't benefit um, from bonuses to your speed. Attack rolls against a creature have advantage. And your attacks have disadvantage. You have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So you can try to break this grapple. Or you could try to cast a spell um, if you wanted to. As it wraps you up, you can hear those voices again coming from both of these two at the same time. They say, You think the prince and his little display will change things? Yes. <laughs> do do I recognize yeah, the other so. voices? Like, are these voices that are like other council members that I would know? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to make you roll for it. Yeah, as, hearing them speak more... You can pick apart, like, these are the three voices of the three council, like, the advisors. They're all poop. Yeah. I mean, I can't do anything, but I was like, it just makes me more worried for Thane. Kevin, your turn. So I'm grappled. Is it possible to cast kind of, like, teleporting spells in this stage if I'm grappled and kind of just zoop right out of it? My understanding is that uh, being grappled doesn't prevent you from teleporting. Are you thinking about Dimension Door? I'm thinking about Dimension Door. How many spell slots do you have? This is his last one. This is the last one? Yeah. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it anyways. I want to get out. Good move. It's a good move, I think. Yep. Thank you. Let's see what happens. So where are you going to position yourself after the... uh, Once you step through this door? Yeah, what's around? Is there anything... Like obviously, I want to get just kind of uh, put some distance between me and the the um, the baddies. But is there anything that I'd want to be near in in one fell swoop? Is there anything else going on? We've got our tree guy, and we've got the our couple little little baby tree little, little baby tree boys. I mean, I I would suggest personally thinking that safety in numbers for the two of you with the air elemental would probably be a good plan. Wonderful. I shall position myself with close proximity to the air elemental and chai. Cool. Alright. Yeah, considering you got 500 feet, I think you can just go wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. I position myself back at the pancake stand. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tree ant's turn, and he's going to look at another tree and point at it, and it begins to move. Fuck. And it also begins to walk. Tearing itself out of the ground. Um, Thaddeus, your turn. Thaddeus looks at him and goes, Well, now you just cheat. And he goes back to chopping it down. Uh, 17 to hit. You still have advantage because of your vow, yeah? Yeah, that was with cool. advantage. It was a 9 and a 4. 17 hits. Uh, that first one's going to be 13 points of magical slashing. Oh, so close. 19 plus 8, 27. I mean, that also hits, yeah? <laughs> uh, and 14 more points of magical slashing damage. I'm surprised you haven't busted any great weapon master swings at this thing. That, uh, I forgot how, I forgot how to use that. It's been a <laughs> um, That would have been what was, smart. What was the second uh, amount of damage? Uh, 14. 14, okay. 
Yeah, I definitely could have. Okay. I, uh, Tim, I wanted to give your encounter a chance. <laughs> More development. Because, <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, it's clearly lacking in killing us. Okie doke. Uh, I think it is. I was being sarcastic. I took half my hit points in one hit. I took seven. It's fine. Everything's fine. It is up to Chai and Air Chai now. Uh, American Air Chai. Oh, damn. <laughs> With American uh, Airlines? No, I'll, keep, I'll find yeah. something better. Now I'm trying to think of a pun. Anyway, um, uh, regular Chai will continue to loot. It's a chair elemental. Oh, I like it's it. Good. That's a spelling pun. Uh, regular chai will loot. Okay, slide ahead. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm assuming we're gonna have to run out of this thing, so I'm just gonna loot the fuck out of this. Uh, another seventeen. Okay. Uh, was it? Hold on. Yeah, seventeen. Two more items go into the bag. Let me let me just give you a quick rundown of all like the non-weapony stuff. There's a branch. There's a necklace. There's a ring. There's a carpet. There's a potion, there's a shield, there's a robe, there's oh. a cape, there's a wand, God. there's an amulet, what the f- there's a gem, there's a pearl, and there's a stone. There is no way I will ever be able to pick, Tim. Like, that is not, <laughs> there's, it is, like, my answer is all of them. So I, I'm really going to just need you to tell me, because, like, I will not, that's pick, not a thing. Pick gold value and go down, Tim. <laughs> yeah, what looks the most expensive and coolest I will get. Like, I really don't know. I like to dream. Like, if there's that much shit, I'm just grabbing, because I'm right like... between the sound machine. Okay. You'll get more than two. I'm, I will just roll randomly then at this point. But I don't know. Like, I don't, like... I don't know what any of it would do. I'd get whatever I think looks coolest is would be Chai's. Looks thing. coolest? So I okay. Will, yeah, I don't know. Or if I recognize anything, like any tales of like fantastical items that were salvaged, like on a magic carpet ride. The magic carpet <laughs> I do the carpet is is appealing. I might try for the carpet, but I just wanted to sing the song. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the shield and the necklace. That's what I'm saying. Shield and the necklace. Okay. I'm just writing down, like, the vague description that I'm assuming we'll confirm it later. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What's Air Chai doing? Can Air Chai loot for me as well? Is that a thing? Guess if it can ma- manipulate objects. I guess so. But we, like, it follows my desires and commands. It, it's aligned <laughs> to our group, right? So, like... It follows your desires, then it's loot. Step on Gutterbird's <laughs> well, neck. He's into that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, because uh, a freak. <laughs> yeah, like if it can somehow loot for me, I will want it to loot this turn. We'll see where it gets. What, what the ants do okay. next turn? Um, make have your air elemental do a dexterity check. A ten. Ten. Okay. It just kind of like blows a cape towards you. I was going to say, you know, the, uh, the, the, the sail-based... Yeah, yeah, it was like it would roll the carpet or like a cape towards me. Okay, got it. Like I'll take it, I'll take it. Doctor Strange cape. Is is that our actions? Yeah, like, these, are, take... these are your actions, yep. Can I, as its movement, send it towards the Ents? Yep, yep, sure can. And I will stay... On the dice, because they're all away from me right now, presently, correct? 
Yes. Yeah, you don't have anybody in the immediate vicinity. Okay, so yeah, oh, you can... Uh, no, Gutterbird teleported towards me. Oh, I meant enemies. I'm sorry. Enemies, sorry. No, no, I was just... I was also just remembering that. Um, okay, yeah, no, I will send the ants to help with... Or, I will send the air elemental to help the... So the two vine blights are going to... Yeah, they're going to go after Thaddeus. <clears throat> and we'll see if they can't do anything. They'll try to constrict... By virtue of teaming up, they're able to constrict you, and you take... Ooh, wow. Let's call it two points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, after I... Yeah, that would be the reduced. halved. That would be the halved amount. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that puts me to 54. Okay, and we are up to... Oh, shit, no, it's the, it's the second tree's turn. I forgot. It's going to... No... Was this tree on fire? This is this is not one of the trees that was on fire. Ah, oh, well then. Clearly there's too many trees. Hmm. Uh, I think we're getting rid of a couple. It's going to pick up a piece of rubble from the ground, and it's going to do what it was designed to do and protect the items in this... Um, in this place, and so it's going to lob a piece of rocky rubble at Chai, who's currently stealing stuff. I rolled a total of a 13. <gasps> oh, no, misses. It just, like, hits the ground, like, a few feet away from you and goes, like, rolling and, like, breaks through the pit, like, um, this, like, stained glass when, like, the big stained glass window behind you. <laughs> Oh, he, he's hey, we needed to get through that anyway. Thank okay. you. Now it's it's Gutterbird's turn. Alright, um I want to take aim at the um the newly the newly minted um ant with uh with my with an Eldritch Blast. With my two two beams with a agonizing blast. Do it. Let's do it! So I've got, oh, jeez, okay. Um, I have an 18, so 25. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be 12. So 12 on the first one, okay. And then what about your second blast? Second blast, 12 plus 7, so 19. 19 hits. And I have got a 5 plus 4, so 9. Um, you have a little voice in your ear. Uh, it's not interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's Grease Trap, and he says, um, "So I didn't know if you wanted me to participate in this uh, fight. So I was just kind of like, uh, you know, going down the hall and stuff. And the um, the whole vote thing isn't happening because I guess the uh, counselors kind of told the queen that there was some stuff that was happening, and so yeah, people are kind of on their way back at this point, boss. Just wanted to give you a bit of a you know a bit of a heads up, an FYI. Please help out." I mean, I have a, I have poison in my tail. I can try to stab one of them. Love it. Yes, please. Thank you. It is now the tree ant's turn. Oh, hi. And it has advantage now because not only are you flanked, but you're restrained. Oh, boy. Um, okay, well, I got a nat one and then also um, a nine plus... 10, so a total of 19. Oh. Well done, sir. Well done. You've, be- you've bested my armor class. Now meet my resistance. <laughs> 20 points of bludgeoning damage, which will go down to 10. 
And the second is a total of 24 to hit. Um, so 14 points of budgeting damage, which will go down to 7. 37. You've almost got me to half. Jesus. Okay. And we are now at Thaddeus. Uh, Thaddeus just kind of says, Y'all just need to let me know when we want to leave. I'm good till then. And uh, for my bonus action, I'm going to Misty Step out of the vines. Mm-hmm. Behind the tree end, so I'm still within melee of it. Oh, beautiful. And then I'm going to uh, make my attack Great Weapon Master with advantage. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. You're welcome. Sir. I, mean, I thought Kevin needed the constant reminders about luck, but... Uh... <laughs> Thank you for everything. <laughs> 20, 25 to hit on the first? Oof, yeah. Uh, I'm going to make this a second level Divine Smite as well. Thaddeus is done with this. <laughs> uh, so that's... 12 points of magical slashing and 19 points of radiant damage on the first attack. Okay. Alright. How does he look? Very unsteady. But still standing. I'm yelling timber. And just goes for the second attack. Oh, that was a great weapon master. Yeah, you didn't add enough. So I didn't add the 10. Oof. Plus 10 damage. Okay. Yeah. You like chop into one of its legs and like it's cleft so deep it's like barely barely able to stand on it um you like it's it's barely clinging to the magic that's kind of animating it good night sweet wooden prance <laughs> uh 13 to hit 13 does not hit it's cuz i said something <laughs> <laughs> you done messed up uh it is chai's turn how much is left in front of me? Um, you got all the weapons, and then you have stashed one, two, three, four, five items in your bag. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten um, non-weapon items that are left. Is there a cluster of weapons? A cluster? Or, like, not of weapons, sorry, but, like, is there, like, an area where, like, a bunch has fallen at once? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that necessarily. They're all just kind of, like, intermingled with the, these vines that are now on the, on the floor. Okay, I think I'm going to yell, we should probably get out of here. I feel like there's just going to be more of these ants coming. I'm going to rummage for two more, whatever you think I'm standing by that's cool. Like, if a weapon looks cool, I'll grab it, but I think the, my preference would be the other ones. I'm going on what looks cool. That's all I got. There's just too much to sort through. Okay. Uh, slide of hand, you said? Yes, please. Nat 20. Okay. Plus 3. So 23 total, but nat 20. Okay. So yeah, we'll get you... You'll stow, stow three items this turn. Oh. Good stuff, too. A stone, a pearl, and a gem. Okay. Stone, bling, bling. pearl, and uh, a gem. Okay, so that's my action. Uh, I guess I'm gonna wait and see. I'm gonna wait till these guys are close, because I'm at the window, right? Like I'm like close to the window. You're not far from the window, yeah. You're within your movement speed to get to it. Actually, now that you mention it, you can see that there's like this weird fog that's starting to drift past the window outside. I'm very excited for this. The okay, so I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. 
Okay, then I'm just gonna wait there for the guys to cut. Like, I'm gonna wait here kind of like in a ready mode, like if I need to, like, attack anything else to help these guys get out. But I, I have yelled, I think we should get out of here. Okay, what's Air Chai gonna do? Oh, Air Chai. Uh, yeah, can he do a slam attack on the, va- on the vine dudes? Multi attack slam? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because he's up there now, right? Well, you, you sent it towards, like, the new tree, but you can redirect it towards the vine guys. Yeah, he's got his movements. I'll just say, like, I, I assume they were clustered. Like, not, not clustered, but close. But, uh, yeah, he will go towards the two vine guys. Okay. Uh, and he will do a... Uh, he, will, he will attack them. Natural 20. Oof. A 24 on the first hit. I mean, that's going to hit. Oh, sorry. That was uh, that was the damage. Oh, fuck. Damage. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it. Um, yeah. How, do, how the hit, does the, the hit was how like twenty six or something stupid? How does the air elemental dispatch this vine blight? In my brain, he gets his like he puts like his like I was gonna say paw like airy paws into the in between the vines and just rips them apart. Like you, you know when you've got like dense weeds on your yard and you're just raging because you can't like you're so frustrated. He's just gonna like rip him apart like he's a bunch of weeds. Cool. Uh, and then he's gonna use his second attack on the other one. Natural one. Oof. <laughs> Comes in ebbs and flows. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. I mean, Peaks okay, well, I, I, it's a, uh, a seven. I don't know if that hits. No, a seven. No, does not hit. Actually, there's, I mean, there's got to be a floor somewhere, right? I uh, yeah. I so. <laughs> the floor is the natural one. <laughs> okay. Um, right, the remaining uh, Blight will attempt to constrict Thaddeus again, uh, but fails. The new tree is going to, yeah, he's going to walk over to, he's going to walk up to Thaddeus, or not Thaddeus, Chai and Gutterbird. And which one's it going to attack? Neither. Chai. Come at me. Total of twenty-four. To hit? Yes. That that will do a thing. Thirteen points of bludgeoning damage. Are you still standing? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well it's gonna swing again. Yeah, we're fine. Okay. Twenty-one. Another fifteen points of bludgeoning damage. I'm not great, but I'm yeah, still yeah, yeah. I'm still yeah. alive. Okay. Like, let's be clear. Get her, bird. All right. I want to try and uh, just clear out this last elemental that's taken swipes at my at my buddy, having just recently, very recently, learned the power of friendship. So I would very much like to to uh, Eldritch Lee blast it. Is this the tree or the the vine? I think it's uh, the vine. The vine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two little blasties. What do I got? So I got 14, 7, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got uh, rolled a 10. Whoa! Um, plus my 4, so that's going to be 14. And then I've got a 17 plus my 7. Well, actually, so tw- well, let me just stop you there. The first blast is enough to destroy that remaining vine. So, so you can redirect your second Eldritch Blast at another target. I would love to. So I will take aim at that remaining uh, tree. Okay. Remaining tree, treeman. Yeah, the one closest to you. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. So 14 plus 7, 21. 21 hits. 
Beauty. And then I've got another 10 killer with uh, four, so uh, 14. Okay, so the tree fighting Thaddeus. It is going to, I guess, do a couple of slam attacks. Be sad. The first is a 21 to hit. I'll allow it. Uh, so 16 points of bludgeoning damage going down to 8. And that armor is really doing some work. Yeah, everybody was all, oh, you're going to be vulnerable to piercing and slashing. Guys, it's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, it's trees. Come on. Yeah. We ride on them. What are they going to do? Um, the second attack is a nat 1, so nothing happens. Woo! And it's Thaddeus' turn. How far away from the window am I? Uh, still kind of like in the clearing. And it's about 30 feet to the edge of the dais. So probably another 20 feet beyond that. I'd say like 50 to 60 feet from where you are to the window. And how much to the wall? <laughs> uh, about the same. Okay. But are the um, but the sweat. <laughs> The Shwet. Ah, <laughs> God damn it. It's a pity that Skeet and Schwarm are different symbol <laughs> lengths. <laughs> a pity? <laughs> really? I don't know if that's what I would have picked. For this bit? Yes. All right. <laughs> um, I, I really want this tree to know who I am. So oh. it's going to die. Yeah, well, great weapon master. Uh, that is... 18. 18 hits. Marvelous. Uh, 20 points of magical slashing damage. Describe the death blow to this tree. Thaddeus is just going to look at Dead in the Face and says, Well, usually we leave it to Beaver. (laughs) But I've decided to use this cleaver. And just cut the legs out from under it. Like, do you question it as you're saying it out loud? You're like, eh? Yeah, yeah, 100%. All right, just knock him down, just like watch as the magic leaves its form go, yeah, yeah, I think that was a good bit. That one was all right. Uh, And then with a slight poof, I'm going to use my last second level spell slot to Misty Step 30 feet. And then I'm going to run for the... uh, um, run for the window. Now, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Can I grab the two hoodlums en route and just dive out the window with the two of them over my shoulders with my strength of 18? If you want to make an athletics check and also an attack of opportunity against against one of the three of you from the, the tree end, then Sure. I think that would be lovely. Uh, I would like to shout as I'm running towards them. Be willing. <laughs> no, 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 it's let's make like a tree. <laughs> and with a 27 athletics check, because I crit, oh! <laughs> I grab them both, and as I jump out the window, go and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I've named my elemental. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Harry? Harry. Oh, you'd like that. Okay. Uh, it's going to take a swing. Still likes Chai for this. 
Yeah, I knew it was gonna be Oof, me. For a total of it's not gonna be good. Twenty-four to hit. Yeah, I'm gonna go unconscious as you pull me out the window. That's fine. I could. Eighteen points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, I am unconscious. Can you make a death saving throw? Fine. Eighteen. Nice. Very nice. Okay. So as you make it to the window, you can hear. You don't see anything. You just see a thick fog, but you hear a voice. And as Chai is like just clinging barely to consciousness, she recognizes this voice as Seraphin. And you hear a vo- the voice call out from the mist. Okay, jump on the count of. Well, oh, fuck, jump now, jump. <laughs> and uh, as you're jumping, you see, or I should say that you you can hear just angered shouting coming from the doorway of the queen's chambers. Yeah. And as Thaddeus sort of just like glances over his shoulder, or maybe Gutterbird sees them, as as you're sort of like falling out of the tower, the forms of the three advisors, Rosemary, Angelica, and Carta, just kind of like emerge from some of the trees, which you had seen them do on your previous first meeting. And they look amused you see them just for a split second as you fall through the mist and onto the deck of an airship named Snapdragon yes good thing I fed him a snack yes always a good thing and that's where we'll stop